BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content and films that some listeners may find uneasy to watch. I think the word was offensive there. Offensive. The language yeah. and content might be offensive. The films are... It, it was very inoffensive. Well, at least I found it very inoffensive. Selena, opening salvo on that? It was It was Disney. It, it was Disney. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. One of the parents was dead. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves, and Selena. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Seesaw Podcast. Before we move into the admin, how are you, Selena? Ah, I see what you did there. Mm. Free admin now. Check yep. in. Um, I'm I'm all right. I've had a full on day, but I'm good. Oh, I have to say, oh, actually, I had a, a call from Access to Work today, and uh, the hey. the lady on the phone. Um, there was this application since November. I applied, and we're now middle of March. Finally, called me. <laughs> uh, we've received your application, is. yeah. And when you know, she's just checking my disability, and she actually awed at me when I confirmed that I was totally blind. Wow. I hate access to work. I thought I couldn't hate them more. That's bad. Uh, I don't feel sorry for me. Feel sorry if you're out of dated systems. They're going online now. 21st century coming. Thank God. I might actually reapply. <laughs> this might be the time where I actually do put another application in. In a way, they've shot themselves in the foot because now people will actually apply for it. What else have you been up to, Selena? Oh, I just got back from doing a guide dog talk at a rainbow group. And how did you describe the kids? They were they were young. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did describe them as that. To be fair, uh, they were cute though. I could have taken one home. Not legally, anyway. <laughs> no, no, I didn't bring one home, but I would like to. Do you think if you asked them to guide you home, whether they would have done it? Um, I don't think. No, I don't know if they would still understood what guiding meant by the end of it. Uh, not that I'm a bad talker about <laughs> do you think you're quite a good public speaker do you think you could rival naki on that oh no no not he 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 was another level um but i wasn't bad okay very nice very well, nice but american we'll get, we'll get reviews from the 47 <laughs> yeah. year olds yeah. <laughs> yeah 
I was also going to say, for our American listeners, Rainbow is very much like Scouts. Rainbows. Young Scouts. Girl guiding is worldwide. Oh, come on. We don't need to explain for American listeners. So how is Cleves? Oh, good, mate. Nothing really new to report. Excellent. How are you? <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> There was a slight pause. <laughs> yeah, just so slight. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Busy at work. Very, very busy yeah. season. Was erections. Yes. Lots of erections. Too many. I'm not sure if that's now borderline racist, considering the film we're about to speak of. Now, I said erections because I could I'm work a in child, but, <laughs> but I, I could work in pornography. People don't know. I might have changed jobs, but really, we meant elections. Okay, so are we going to go over what pajamas slash clothes we were wearing today? Oh, uh, we should probably do that. I'm going to do it there quick. I'm wearing this stiff little fingers T-shirt, which is uh, an old Irish band, and it's got loads of like little flames on it. It's like the album cover in flammable material and some blue jeans. How nineties of you? Uh, actually, this band was out in like the seventies, mate. First wave punk. Okay, Selena, pajama update. You know, what? I nearly didn't have time to change into pajamas after I got back. I was in my girl guiding uniform. Now back in my Grinch pajamas. New pajamas coming soon. Nice, perfect. I imagine if you said you're still in your girl guiding uniform, we could have probably also put this on OnlyFans. gotta make money some way and i am wearing a white knitted jumper and blue jeans no hats wow yep you are indoors after all well i (laughs) didn't want to upset selena today so i wanted an easy night of recording without any ridicule or no dice i want to know though white very brave any food down you any any stains any marks that camera tells all. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, food goes in the mouth, and I've got a beard to catch anything that doesn't. So well, if I accidentally spill some of this red wine all over it, oh no. I would be very upset, because I don't think any amount of washing would get red wine out of this. It is very white. It is. Okay, so we are back once again with the second episode of Seesaw Cinema. And this week's movie slash film was selected by Selena. Do you want to say what we watched for this instalment? <laughs> say what you watched and why you chose it. Uh, we watched Chang Can Dunk on Disney+. Plus. I chose it because it was, well, it's quite recent. It was released on the 10th of March. I don't know why I chose it, really. Just looked all right. I like, I like the name Chang Can Dunk. Why not? Well... Let me ask you this first of all, right? Considering the time that we're currently recording, Oscar season's been. Now, there's a film that won pretty much every single Oscar uh, this year. Yeah. Or everything, everywhere, all at once. It won like Best Actress, Best Director, yeah. Best Editor, Best Supporting Actor and Actress on Amazon, mm-hmm. for free, and it has audio description. But you thought, Shank and Doug. No, that's, that's what I'm after. <laughs> I bet they're, they're Disney Plus is fuming as well. But, you know, they're coming at it from the same Asian angle. Um, they didn't win all the awards. Should well, they? I've watched both of those films, and I can tell you why one didn't. <laughs> I've only seen the one that we're about to discuss, and I can tell you why this one didn't. <laughs> and we'll get on to that. <laughs> okay. See, do you want to do the rundown 
the synopsis of the film. Actually, now fuck it. Let's um let's do the little jingle first. See, so seeing the mark coming at you. This is the jingle. Let's go. That's All right. Well, that's not it. Maybe you can take a stab at it next time, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> Seesaw Media proudly presents Seesaw Cinema. Bringing you audio described reviews of the latest and greatest films. Today's production Chank and Dunk. Okay, this is your one and only warning. We're not going to do a spoiler warning for anything coming up. This is your warning. If you haven't seen it, don't bitch if I'm going to spoil it all here because this is what we did last time. It's what we're going to do going forwards. There's not going to be a break where we're going to do, oh, no, it's the spoilers. No, it's going to be all of it now. So, Chang, last name never mentioned, is a... Sung. <laughs> Chang Sung. <laughs> no, I wish. Um, is a 16-year-old Asian boy. I don't think they ever established that he's Chinese, but Cleves, you said that it was... Chinese. I seem to remember thinking that at the time, but it's now four days ago since I've watched the film, and I don't want to appear racist if that wasn't the language that I was listening to. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, Eastern Asian, um, because I, I, at no point do they ever reference that he's Chinese. He could be Korean, other than the language spoken. It which was Mandarin, though. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was because I only know that for when I put the audio description on. I think it has. The option of watching it in Mandarin as well. So Chang is a 16-year-old boy who is looking to reinvent himself with the new school year. He's really into his basketball and is also in the marching band. So what a cool kid this guy is. In efforts to reinvent himself, nothing really happens for a while, let's be honest. Um <laughs> until a <laughs> until a new girl comes to the school named Christy. And in typical Disney fashion, it's very much got to pair people up in, you know, traditional heterosexual relationships. So he starts being flirtatious with her. And very quickly, one of the popular boys takes a liking to her and tries to to push him, push Chang out of the picture. Popular boy is really good at basketball, can slam dunk and all that sort of jazz. And so Chang bets this other boy who I can't remember his name. Joe? Uh white white boy. Uh, Matt. 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 That's it. He bets him that he'll be able to dunk a basketball by the end of the term. So in 12 weeks. Chang then gets a coach. So someone who's doing YouTube videos, but is also like quite a good basketball coach. Uh they pay the guy, uh Chang and his friend, by making his content. Michael Bay esque, they they mm. say, Michael and that's Bay, yeah. <laughs> so that's how they pay him, and this guy starts to train Chang. And to his credit, Chang works really hard to try and be able to dunk. Um, he's not a tall lad. Well, he's average for that age, I'd say. Uh, but he really wants to dunk this basketball for reasons unknown to to many people. Uh, for the girl, I I assume. So the big day comes where he's going to be dunking in front of the entire school. He's got support of the marching band there, and the jocks are also there to to watch. 
Turns out, Shang cheated. West. That was a big twist. Yep. He dunks. He dunks, man. He, he dunks. dunks. And there were 45 minutes left, and I thought, well, what's going to happen now? Yeah, I yep. thought that. So I was like, what? So he does achieve his dunk by cheating. He then becomes a viral sensation being on ESPN and any other. No one realises he's cheated at this point, though. No. Mm. It was unknown that he'd done this. So he becomes a viral sensation. He's on ESPN. He meets a lot of the celebrities. Fame goes a bit to his head. And he becomes a bit arrogant very quickly, which, fair enough, he's a kid. Yeah, What what else is going to happen? So it's found out that he has cheated because some bloke on YouTube manages to look at the camera and see that the net net is a little bit lower than it should be. His life kind of falls apart, or as much as it can do in the remaining, what, 25 minutes of the film. And he realises that he just has to be himself, and that's the best self he can be. (laughs) So (laughs) he decides to sign up for the basketball team, carry on with his band, makes up with the girl Christy, um, who is upset with him for... Well, a very leaving them at the party, and also, yeah, it well, it gets to the end of the film basically, and he's playing for the team. Now, one thing I will say, contrary to the title of the film, Chang can dunk. We never see him dunk outside of the cheating. I want to know because I didn't know at the end. Did he dunk at the end? No, nope, comes to black. No, nope. oh, the Frano oh, star. Oh. We never see him dunk outside of the cheating. Every other instance, he doesn't dunk. So what you're saying is this film should be called Chank and Dunk question mark. Yes. Chank and questionably dunk. What you've also written on these notes here is his mum is also... (laughs) Okay. His mum is also what? His mum is also there. Because oh. <laughs> the, the B story is, for some reason, he doesn't get along with his mum until he does at the end. Yeah, yeah. it was... I don't understand that. He, he kind of has a weird relationship with his mum, which doesn't start off that way, and then it's sort of brought in as a plot point half an hour in. It does feel that way, yeah. And like, It just feels like initially it's just teenager and mum, and then all of a sudden they're not properly getting along. And then they get on at the end. Because she helps him with his training. Am I getting the feeling that you guys didn't like the film? Before we get on to our opinions, the last thing I want to say is the actress who plays his mum is named Mardi Ma. And if you're from the Midlands in the UK, Mardi means you have a bit of a strop on. And she seems to. (laughs) You you still need to. Like your explanation was with like another colloquialism. (laughs) Yep. And I don't think I said it, but Chang is played by actor Bloom Lee. So, that is this basketball film. Now, let's start with Selena. How did you find the film? I think you two are going to go hard on me today. <laughs> well, you watched it at least. Yeah, I watched it because I picked it. Well, that's good, I... because last time you only watched half a fucking hour. Yeah, well, I'm glad of that. That, that was a third of this film, at least. I yeah. wouldn't have got those hours back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't too long. It was manageable. That was good. I, I thought it was all right. It had some good good plot. I loved the twist. That that got me. Didn't didn't see it coming. Cheated. Shock. But on the whole, I'm a Disney fan anyway, I'm sure as people know with my pajama choice. So yeah, thumbs up. Right. 
I'm sort of with you. I didn't expect him to have cheated. I expected the film to roll out without the cheating element. As in, he dunked, and I was like, ah, great, film over. Mighty Ducks ended. Done. And then I was like, gosh, wow. There's like another 40 minutes for this film. Let's hope 10 of them's credits. I was like, what's going on here? And then like he starts um, going to ESPN and things like that, and I thought, oh, it's just going to be one of these things where fame goes to his head, he loses his friends and family, but then gets them back at the end. Didn't realise he was going to have cheated. Mm. So I will say that did take me a little bit by surprise. It was different in the sense that when I think of a Disney film, I do think of that whole Mighty Ducks underdog to Rich's story at the end. Um, and I thought it was just going to be one of those films where Chang eventually learns to dunk. Because it's Disney, he does dunk. People love him. And I thought that'd be the end of the film. Roll credits. But it wasn't. It had that bit at the end. And I, I did like that because I wasn't expecting it from a Disney film. Okay. I thought the film was okay. I know it was only 90 minutes, but I did find myself checking around halfway to see how long was left. And when I saw there was 40 minutes left after he cheated and did the dunk at the school, I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, I have 40 minutes. I also checked at that point. I did as well. But I, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, that's I mean. The pacing was odd. Yeah. But I, did, I didn't think, oh, no, 40 minutes. I thought, how are they going to fill 40 minutes for this now? Yeah. It was a bit mixed up with certain things. That kind of brought me out of it a little bit. Like we've already said, his relationship with his mum, I don't think that really... Ne- I don't think it added anything to the film particularly. No, it did, though. It did. Okay, so let's look at this from... So, Asian-American protagonist. I think it was bringing out that cultural element, which was kind of good yeah, to Disney. I don't, I don't know as I'm aware, they've not done much from that culture before. And I think it's that, Other that than Chinese culture... Well, yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> is that pressure in in that culture to achieve well, study well? So I think that's where it was coming out with the, the mum-son relationship about how we should be being a good boy and volunteering and focusing on, you know, things like that. That's absolutely fair. That's fair, yeah. And, you um, know, and the mum worked hard as well, didn't she? she, she that, that's a very, I suppose, stereotypical thing. Was it too stereotypical? I mean, I can't, I, I'm not expecting an answer from anyone there because I have very little knowledge of culturally how that dynamic would be. So I can't really speak on that. I, but fair enough. Like, if I think it was stereotypical from a Disney standpoint in the sense that one of the parents were either dead or gone and his dad was gone, wasn't it? But yeah. the, the girl in it wasn't one of her parents dead. Yeah. Her dad. yeah. And, like, it sounds really harsh, but I've watched so many Disney films now that I'm just sort of waiting for it. It doesn't even hit me as a sad plot point anymore. I'm just like, well, when's the dead parent going to not show up? I think the, the other side of it that I was a little bit confused about was the the white boy, Matt. They start off as like, it was very clearly like a jock bully dynamic. They lock him in the basement at a house party. Oh, yeah. And then throughout the rest of the film, it seems like, that guy isn't actually that bad. And I'm just going to say it. Chang is a bit of an arsehole throughout the entire film. I didn't really like him as a character. I wasn't really rooting for him. What was the deal with the hair shaving thing? I don't know. That was the original bet. Oh, the, the Pokemon card, though. He never had to hand over the Pokemon card, did he? No. no. I don't know. I just didn't like Chang. Like, Chang just seemed like a bit of an arsehole. They're trying to make him out as be a hero, sort of like an underdog. But then a lot of the scene, outside of like the locking him in the basement, the other guy seemed fine. 
yeah, I think it was all fine. I think the the point that Disney was making doesn't matter if you're black or white or Chinese or blonde, blue eyed or you know five foot eight or six foot two. Good save. Everyone can be friends and happy. It doesn't matter who you are and where you're from. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I've seen too many things like Karate Kid and stuff where it's a proper beat down of the underdog and then they prevail at the end where this wasn't the case. It just seemed a bit confused. And I, I, like I say, I just think Chang was a bit of an arsehole in a lot of instances here to the point where I didn't really like him as a character. Isn't that good? Because you've seen them, you've seen the Mighty Ducks a million times. Well, I've seen the Mighty Ducks a million times in various forms. So maybe this film was a little different in that respect. I don't mind. I don't mind that to be honest. I don't mind the blurring of the, the bad and the good. Yeah, I suppose. I just I was rooting for him to not land it, but he cheated to actually get the dunk. But I'm glad he didn't legitimately dunk in the entire film, because regardless of how hard he trained, I thought he was a bit of an ass hat a lot of the times. And this is sort of about the entire film. What's the obsession with dunking? I know that's what the film's about, but is this some huge achievement that kids aspire to do who are into basketball? Probably. Everyone got to have goals. Can he dunk? I've never tried, but probably not. With that Archer's physique, come on. <laughs> Can I shoot the ball? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give it a thumb in the middle. I thought it was okay. So it's going to be like nine or three o'clock sort of okay. level. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It was fine. I wouldn't watch it again. Let personally. me quickly, quickly ask everyone about the supporting cast. The girl that was in it, the friend, and the coach. Everyone okay. happy with those characters? Yeah. You were good with that? I mean, oh, I mean, happy that they're the three main characters you want to talk about. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I like uh, I, I liked the coach. The coach uh, was quite entertaining. His friend, eh, a bit boring, whatever. And then the girl, so generic. I'm like, oh, it's got a Metallica t-shirt on. Oh, yeah, but I only like the words. So people like different things for different pants. I'm like, fuck off. People can have different... It really annoyed me, actually. Well, I didn't know that the girl was black. I watched this by myself predominantly and then Santi just came in at the end and it's like, you'd never have a, an Asian American and a black girl like together. It's like least likely coupling that you'd get to see. So wow. this... I was like, oh, is she? I thought she was, might have been South American. I, was like, I thought she might have been something, but I wasn't sure I was going to ask him anyway. Like, So yeah. Well, that leads us on to the next part, which is the audio description. Because that was a lack of the audio description to inform you of the characters. So, shall we kick it off with was the narrator good before we get into the actual content? She was American. Yes. That's what you wanted to say, right? Hey, it was Just, an American film. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. It was fine. She, the voice didn't irritate me or anything. I don't think she said anything in the wrong way. She delivered it fine. I agree. I think it was very. By the numbers, fine. Uh, didn't subtract away from the, the film itself, like with a weird voice or something like that. I've always find that the best narrators are the ones that sort of blend into the background that you kind of forget that they're there. So as far as the audio description, next question, what do we think about the detail that went into this audio description? I needed more. Well, we didn't know it, each of the people's ethnicities, but then arguably someone's going to ask the question, does it matter? I, I think if you are going to be like having so many sort of like cultural relevant aspects to your film, you, you need to identify the ethnicities of your leading cast at least. 
it lacks a lot of detail in a lot of things. So even with like the training montages, it mm. lacked a lot of detail. There was one scene where it was like a three-on-three training section with his coach and some other guys. And it was literally the setup was, oh, it's a three-on-three training set. And then like nothing. Oh, no, I didn't think it was too bad. I think, was it the one where um, she was talking about someone lifting, lifting weights whilst then it cuts to his friend, like, doing videos? Yeah, but this was actually when they were playing, like, that three-on-three game. Yeah, I think like, that was fine. And the coach passed him the ball and he went for the dunk. He went for the... Well, he didn't dunk, he went. He scored. Um, I knew what happened then. I don't know if I needed to know anything more there. There's a lot of dead air. I, I, I just thought there's a lot of dead air. And maybe that's because I could see to a degree what was on the screen. Like there was enough lighting for me to sort of pick up on things. I don't know. Maybe that would have been too much to to put in there. But sometimes there's always a lot of music and stuff, wasn't there? Sometimes like in those kind of scenes. So do you talk all over the music? Does that take away from the music aspect of it and the atmosphere it's trying to create there? So it's got to get the balance. Yes, but you've got Spotify if you want to listen to music. It's a film. I did feel like that was the case, though, a little bit, like when talking over some of the music. I don't know. So I feel like some of the music brings the atmosphere, doesn't it? Mm. Especially when uh, his, like, love interest was into, like, 90s rock. And then, like, and a lot of the shit wasn't even from the 90s. That pissed me off. But anyway, that's that's by the by. That's just a personal gripe. But they did speak over the music a little bit when I don't necessarily think they needed to. But then at the same time, I do sort of agree with you, T, that there was dead air spaces when stuff potentially could have been added to. I'm not saying they had to talk all the time, but especially, like I, like I said, that, that little match of three on three, pretty much nothing was said. And I could see that people were like running around him and like he was trying to defend and stuff like that, but the audio description said nothing about that. And there's one thing that I didn't write down, but I meant to write it down. There's one scene that's he's it's in the montage again he's got like a big exercise band and it says uh chang is pulling uh dre i think his name is cut his coach is pulling him along with this elastic band it doesn't at any point say whether he's wearing roller skates or anything like that how is he pulling him if you're going to make the effort of saying that that's something that's happening you need more context by saying who's wearing the roller skates i didn't know there were roller skates involved neither do i because i couldn't see it all I could see is that he was pulling him along, but I assumed there'd be roller skates oh, or yeah, something. I can't remember how he was pulling him along. Wasn't he sat in something? I don't know. Uh, mm, yeah. Okay. It's, it's little things like that. You could just add two two cents, well, two words to give a bit more context to that entire scene. All I know is he was pulling him with a giant elastic band. That's the thing as well, though. Like at one point, talking about his training, he does deadlifts. I know what deadlifts are, but I don't know if everybody knows what deadlifts are. Um, yeah. It's it's how it's described. But you ain't got enough time to describe like what mm. deadlift is, have you, in the space of, I don't know, a couple of seconds. But do we need to know deadlift, or would it have been fine that he's lifting weights? Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, what you could have said weightlifting. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Just lifting or something, or, yeah. you know, just, you know, a bit more. Yeah, that's a good point. Leg exercises, yeah. like, leg, like weightlifting for his legs and stuff like that. Yeah, there's ways of describing it without going into the the details of it. It wasn't the worst audio description I've ever heard. But how is the romantic scene described when he kisses Thingy at the end? Christy? wasn't really. I mean, they, they kiss. That's about it. I seem to remember me thinking, oh, that's cringy. But I can't remember exactly. There were heart emojis. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was oh, hot. Yeah. yeah. The whole film had the sort of uh viral video aspect to it, didn't it? Like, yeah. you know, the, the Chang meter when he was like dunking and mm. shit. Yeah. The Chang meter's gone down because he's not doing it. Oh wait, hang on, wasn't that a three on three game? Yeah, but that's all they basically said. I don't know. It it was fine. I mean, one aspect of this as well. How do we feel the handling of the subtitles was with this? Because there was a lot of Mandarin. I thought, well, that's good. I mean, I would have been screwed about it. Um, describing, translating. So, yeah. does the main translator read all of it? Uh, the main um, audio yeah. describer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Because I mentioned at the the top of this that I'd watched uh, everything everywhere mm. all at once. And there's there's a lot of subtitles in that as well. And I turned the audio description on for that just because there were so many subtitles. But they have two different narrators. And the narrator that reads the man parts was fucking awful. So I'm sort of glad that the audio describer on this one reads everything. And it's that same tone and context. Yeah, I agree. I I think it, it was fine. I think this this is more of a barrier, but the only thing I'd say is this is just more of a barrier of how different languages work. I found that the reading of the subtitles, there's a lot of space in between them because clearly in Mandarin, it takes a little bit longer to express what was said within the English language. And there were times where I was like, okay, they'd, they'd read the subtitle now in like five seconds, 10 seconds. Cancer's are still talking and they would read the next section. And I don't think there's any way around that at all, but it's just something just something to note. But the subtitles would have been the same. It would have come up on the screen, uh, like the whole thing, wouldn't it? And, and they'd gone off, I assume, once she'd finished speaking. But you would have read it, you know, if you're reading it yourself before she, they'd necessarily finished speaking. That's true. Um, I also thought it was quite interesting with this instance, because they were um, Asian-American, it was very much a hybrid approach of some of the conversations were in English, some were in Mandarin. Even within sentences, even within the same conversation, there was switching back and forth. And I think the audio description did a really good job of that. So thumbs up for that. Overall then, guys, would you recommend Chang to a friend? Would you say you can dunk and should they dunk and should they watch it? Well, not now that T spoiled the whole thing at the beginning. <laughs> not this. Well... But no, I think it's a good modern-day Disney film you wouldn't necessarily know it's disney i don't it's a disney original but yeah for a disney fan definitely i liked it actually now i think about it more now i've talked about it with you guys more as well i liked i liked it i feel like you've had to stick up for it more (laughs) (laughs) maybe but no it's modern i think it's you know it's relevant um to, to today's audience but not too in your face and you know one bit i really liked because i didn't think it they would do that because it's disney at one point, Chan goes when he's been accused of cheating. He brings out the race card. Like, he does, yours. yeah. Oh, wow. I don't, know, I don't know whether I enjoyed that. I don't. I can't say I enjoyed it, but I didn't expect that from Disney. Um, no. So yeah. I didn't mind it overall. You know, I wouldn't say go out and watch it, but I would say if you've got an hour and a half to kill, not the worst way you could spend it. Pretty solid. I think if you can get past the fact that the film's called Can- Chan Can. Ju- if you can get past the fact <laughs> the film is called Shang Can Dunk and he doesn't dunk once, then I think you'll enjoy he it. He does dunk, just not mm. at the appropriate level. 
So he doesn't dunk by definition. I mean, he does dunk. He does dunk, yeah. Yeah, but that's like saying that he had some Dairy Lee, like a Dairy Lee snack box in the film. He technically would dunk then as well, but, you know. It's not like that, is it? It is the same. <laughs> if we're talking about the literal word dunking. It's like saying that you can push someone's head underwater or something. He's yeah. not. No, 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 no. He did dunk a basketball, just not at the appropriate height. Okay. And he might have done it at the end then. Yeah. We'll never know. Up for debate. Until they milk it and it does well and they'll call it like dunk two. Chang two can dunk. Yep. <laughs> or new space jam with Chang. Oh man. Space Chang. Yep. <laughs> Love to see that. Yeah. I, I think it's very inoffensive. I'm not gonna watch it again. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people, but I think it was fine. It was inoffensive. Uh, Chang's and arse. But <laughs> that should line off on it. I think it's a bit of an arse. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Seesaw Cinema. Until next time, have a dunktastic day. Yeah, happy with that sign up for you. Not not really. Bail me out, please, someone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at SeesawPod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at SeesawPodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review, and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. And that's my gut. <laughs> that was loud. I know. <laughs> that's what I want. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.